Hello, 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 and welcome back to another installment in the 3ND's podcast. Um, I think this is episode 22. Um, got a good episode for you today. We are, I'm Matthew Legg, we're here with Mari Narciso, uh, Justin, our uh, third, It's just currently on a work call, actually. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we're doing these recordings, actually, at uh, lunchtime on a weekday mm-hmm. so we're, we're we're ducking out for a lunch break this is this is all part of the grind you know this is all for you guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is I hustle know. culture you're yeah. living it you better appreciate it yeah rise and grind baby rise and grind baby <clears throat> what are we talking about today matt <laughs> um so i think the last few episodes we've actually we've done more just general drafts and like what we think with specific players like i know the last one we did um all NBA selections, the one before that, we did um, an all bench draft. So I think with today's episodes, we're just going to focus on the state of the NBA. Um, actually, before we get into that, with the callback to episode 20 with the draft, um, I don't think we've updated uh, oh, the audience with uh, how that went. And so, Mari, since you ran the 2K simulation, why don't you... Uh... Matt wants <laughs> Matt won. Matt's team won. And it was a big surprise, um, to be honest, because he it was the one team that I didn't think would win. I think it was between me and Justin the whole time, and Matt won. Not, yeah. None of us won the championship. What I did was I, I put a bunch of, like, 50 overall players. I, I took away, like, the top, like, six players in each team um, and then just replaced them with 50 overall players and then made our bench draft, um, our bench teams. None of us made the championship. I think we all got knocked out in the playoffs. But yeah. uh, Justin's team was like abysmally bad. They, they, I think he, they were on he the made the playoffs, round. right? I think just barely. Um, both of us knocked out in the first round, and Matt knocked out in the second. But Matt won. Yeah. He had the best record and the best team. Yeah. Are you happy, Matt? I think a seventy-three and nine record that's on the year. I thought that's what oh, it yeah, was. Well, actually, yeah, that's right. That's right. You actually did. I thought yeah. I had like a yeah, like an insane record. Yeah. Yeah, and then Sadiq Bey just took over in the 2K simulation. That's the MVP, finals yeah. MVP, Sadiq Bey. That's so, yeah, that's right. That's right. You had an unreal year. <sighs> God. Yeah, three all NBA first team selections, but I can't make the finals because 2K is just rigged. Sadiq Bey is just different on 2K. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Got the new team, wanted to fit in. Yeah. Show Sharp stuff. Shooter. Yeah, shout out Sadiq Bey, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Sadiq. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess the West is more of a mess right now. And uh, why don't we start out with the Sacramento Kings? Why don't we shut that's, those that's out? Exactly why don't you, why don't exactly you go into that first part? Tonight, tonight uh, on Monday, March 27th, the Sacramento Kings play the Minnesota Timberwolves at home. In uh, what's it called? It used to be Arco Arena. Now it's Golden Something Arena. Um, to clinch their first playoff berth in 16 years, uh, a historic moment not in just my life, but in the lives of Sacramento Kings fans everywhere around the world, and mostly in the city of Sacramento. <laughs> um, a really great moment, and to do it at home, the the lighting of the beam is going to be historic. I think that's going to be the loudest uh, that arena's got ever going to be. It's already a good home crowd, but to to make it to the play, I mean, 
it's it's all but confirmed that we make it to the playoffs. I saw a Reddit post about um what it would take for Sacramento not to make the playoffs, and it's insane. Uh, but the, the the playoff clinching game is tonight against the T Wolves, who are off a back to back. They they beat the Warriors last night. Um, should be a pretty good win for us. Fingers crossed. And a really funny thing, actually, my my girlfriend bought me a a purple flashlight. Uh, for as our, she said it's part of our Valentine's Day gift, a belated Valentine's Day gift, a purple flashlight, so that at home when I'm watching Kings games, I could light the beam, which is hilarious. You should get a whole shrine and everything. Like get the get the flashlight facing up. You have Sabonis, <laughs> Fox, Monk. <laughs> He's photos, photos of men in my room with a flashlight in the middle. It's honestly, it could be a move. But like, anytime I watch a playoffs game, I, I can't believe I'm saying that a Kings playoff game. Yeah, um, probably try to get together with some friends to watch Kings playoff games, and I'll, I'll be bringing a flashlight for sure to light the beam right in their faces. <laughs> It'll be incredible. I can't, I can't believe it. Anyway, it, it's a very exciting night tonight, and I can't wait to witness history as the Kings. <laughs> hopefully beat the Timberwolves who are on a back-to-back um, and make it to the playoffs for the first time in 16 years. Yeah. No, congrats to you. I don't, I don't even know if you've ever used that, like Kings in the playoffs back-to-back-to-back in no. your lifetime, have you? No, I've never, <laughs> no, <laughs> never said that. Wow, that's exciting. It is. That's exciting. Yeah, and Kings, honestly, I don't know. They, I guess they have the late slate. And that just seems to be when I can actually watch any games. I've watched them and the Thunder, I think, the most. And they're just so much fun to play. And I'm excited to see what they can do in the playoffs. I feel like they're just going to continually get doubted. And uh, it looks probably like they're going to get the three seed. Yeah. So probably... Yeah, both of those teams, just despite you know whatever you might say about competitiveness and how likely they're to win the final bid um the most some of the most entertaining teams to watch there's a lot of there's a lot of good boring teams there's a lot of bad boring teams but these are decent really really fun teams to watch mm-hmm. yeah no i'm excited for it i think they have despite whoever they play i think they have a really good shot first round even second round well let's, let's take a look at that now the playoff picture is is really heating up here on both conferences actually i even the bottom of the East could kind of get spicy here. Mm-hmm. Um, but let, let's start off in the West, and may, maybe the best place to start off is the Dallas's downfall as of late. Luka's yeah. now... It's crazy. I, I, I'm not sure their record with Kyrie, but it's something like 2-8 and eight or something. Like that. It's, it's it, I think with just Kyrie, it's actually better than with Luka and Kyrie playing. Right, right. I think the Luka-Kyrie experiment... <laughs> I think I said on a previous episode, owning up to it now, that a bold take would be they win, they get to the conference finals and maybe even win. They take it to seven, something like that. They might not. I don't even think they're gonna make make the playoffs. They're they're right out of the playoff picture. Right no, so they're season. they're currently at time of recording twelve forty p.m. on March twenty seventh. They are thirty six and thirty nine. They have seven games left. I think to make the play in, you at least need to be five hundred. At this point, the Thunder have the advantage over them. So if they're tied, they're in over them. So they're playing the Pacers, who 
you have the former coach on the other end in Indiana over there. He's going to want to get a win. You got 76ers, Heat, Hawks, Kings, Bulls, and Spurs. Those are all teams that like need to win. Yeah. And you're going to need to be 500. You're three games under right now. You they'll have get, to go five one and two. win against the Spurs. That's that's the uh... that's the only luck. All the other ones, who who knows? Like Indiana is 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 in shot for a playoff spot <laughs> mm-hmm. for a playing spot. Yeah, not not like, a great shot, but in shot. Yeah, like I I just can't believe they blew it with the Charlotte back to back. Like I, yeah. actually, one of the worst teams in the league. They're trying for Wemby, and they lose a fact. That's stunning, and and they were without, without Terry Rozier, I think Charlotte was. Yeah, and I think Mark Williams might have been out as well. Like, it, it yeah, was... no, Lamelo, obviously he's out for the year. I think Ubre set sat one of the games. Yeah, like it was the Hornets backups, and they lost back to back games at home. It's not looking good, and 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 it's not looking good for also Luca's legacy. As oh a, yeah, like as a winning player because we've kind of you, written him yeah. since a rookie, since he came in as a rookie. We've kind of written him off as like this guy could be one of the greatest of all time. Mm. And we, we've kind of written him as a winning player, but we haven't really seen that quite. I mean, he, he has he's had some good playoff runs, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's kind of hurting the legacy here now that he's not. I mean, the thing is, I want to say that they're they're giving him help, but the the, the roster construction is just such a mess at this point, and you know Christian Wood still is refusing i mean is is not being played <laughs> yeah jason kidd needs to just play christian wood i genuinely don't understand he gets like max 25 minutes a game and he he'll average like 17 and 8 and it's like i don't know like i, I get i get that there are limitations to christian wood you know the offensive decision making kind of defensive wise not great but you want to play your best five players as much as possible yeah, yeah. i think he but man, it, it's so tough because of that Mavericks team, the, the roster construction is such a mess. And we brought this up at the time of the Kyrie trade as well, is that they don't have a whole lot of strong defensive players. They dealt their best of which in the stalwart of the defense and Dorian Finney-Smith. And now mm-hmm. they're left with these guys who really at all are known for the defense. So it, it's kind of forcing kids' hand to play Dwight Powell just to have some sort of... You know, he, he's someone who could switch it on pick and rolls. He's someone who defends the rim decently well. But he's not terrific at that either. No. Uh, so why, why not just go all out and just play yeah. Christian Wood and, and, and go like the Kings do and just score 140 points a game and let Exactly. Out. That's because Doy Powell is just so limited offensively. Like, I love him because he's a Canadian guy, but he's just not it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think another interesting, like, thing in this whole equation is with the Chris Stapps Porzingis trade two three years ago now um the pick to the Knicks was top 10 protected right now they're they're at the 11th they're in the 11th worst odds for Wemby and they're game half game up on the Jazz so realistically if they play these final seven games out as I think they should which is I'd say at most three and five, two and five, sorry, or three and four at best. Yeah, they have a legit shot at just keeping that first round pick and getting a top ten protected, That's like keeping their pick, which is crazy. super super interesting. And I think no one saw because 
I think at the time of the Kyrie trade, they were the fifth seed, I want to say. Yeah, up there. They're right sure. in there, right in the mix. And they've just completely fallen off, three and seven in their last ten. But I don't know. That could be something else that filters that, into this whole thing. That's interesting. That maybe there's some shutdown potential in Dallas. I mean, the, the next team that I'd like to talk about, Portland, has kind of confirmed their shutdown, which is good. And I, I think the, the smart thing to do if you're Portland. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be interested to see if that's the move that Dallas goes with. Try to try to get a top ten pick out of this um, and throw away the season. But it, it's a it's a it would be a shame not to see Luca in the playoffs. Totally, right? yeah. And see that whole experiment play out with Kyrie and Luca having like the Dallas Mavericks having two of the three best guys on the floor at any time, pretty much any team you're going to play against. I think that's going to be the case. Um, of the teams that are currently in the playoffs, so Dallas is currently eleven. Of the teams that are currently in between one to ten, is there a team that you'd like Dallas to overtake in terms of just entertainment wise? Um, I think if Zion doesn't come back, the Pelicans. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I th- I think, and you know, they've played pretty. I mean, not not to their fault because of injuries, but yeah, they've been awful. This this is the second half of the season. Now they're kind of picking it up, just making a, a playoff bid here. I, I'm not all like excited for them. I, I used no. to, at the start of the season, I'm like, these guys, I think, are a legit finals contender. Healthy. Totally. Yeah. And um, I don't know, reports kind of say that he's not going to come back. Like, I don't know. It's it's Every few weeks, it's something different. It's a new report coming out. Like, oh, he's actually not as far along as we thought. The healing process isn't going that well, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't, like, I think the Thunder could win a playing game. The Lakers, I think, are playing together, can win a playing game. The T-Wolves, like, Cat came back, and I don't know if you saw the game yesterday with the Warriors, but that was awesome. He hit three threes in the last two minutes, yeah, including the, the steal at the end, and put them up. Like, that was awesome. So, I think everyone in the play-in currently outside of the Pelicans actually have a legit shot. Like, you can make the case for them winning, and then even taking it to six or seven games with whoever they end up getting matched up with. Yeah. yeah. But the Pelicans, I don't know. Like, I'd, I'd much prefer Dallas. And I hope it works out, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I I, I, I agree. I think it, New Orleans is the one to kind of bow out here. But no matter what in the West here, it's going to be a really entertaining first round. Oh, my God. An incredible. I, I don't think there'll be a single matchup here that'll be like, that's a wash. And in the NBA, you know, it has the least parity in terms of the playoffs in any sport. Usually mm-hmm. the seeded team will win more like, like it, it's just how it happens. It's not March Madness, um, which we actually haven't talked about. Oh, before. yeah, we haven't talked about it at all. <laughs> but uh, it, it'll be fun. I think the one to eight will be, will be exciting. Denver against any of... Uh, yeah. man, who, who even could it be? Any of, any of them, right? From New Orleans to OKC right now. Could be. Yeah, I mean, what do you think the final seeding is going to be? Or what do you hope it, it could be, realistically? I hope the Lakers face the Grizzlies. Yeah. I, I, I think that would be peak. Me too. Yeah. Um, and I hope, I, I think, I, I want Denver to win, so I'm, I'm kind of hoping that they get an easy team. Yeah. I, I want to see Jokic go. Yeah. Uh, for, for the Kings, I think it's the Warriors. 
Yeah, I, it's looking like that. I want them. Yeah. Because, because every game at home for the Kings is an automatic win. They have the worst road record in the league. They're awful on the road. Right. Um, and, I mean, do you think them being like right there, though, might be a little bit different? Like, I feel true. like I, I, Golden I State know, has a really yeah. strong fan base. Yeah, that's They could true. travel, like, I don't know, however far that is. No, those games are going to be sold drive. out. Those games are going to be sold out for Kings fans. The, the the fans have been so strong this year, and it's the first playoffs in, of, you know? Like, people are going to go true. to those. There's no... There's no it won't be a home record. It won't be a home crowd for the Warriors. And and in other years, it would be. Uh-huh. You know? I don't know what the record is actually between the Kings and the Warriors this year. It would be interesting to see. But yeah, uh, I I'd like the. They just look so weak. They look so vulnerable. Yeah, totally. Um, but it is Stephen Curry. Yeah, it's like it's so difficult because I want the Nuggets to play a weaker team because I agree. I'd... Really like like with all the animosity going towards Jokic, completely unsolicited this year. I'd really want them to finally pull pull it together and actually, at the very least, make the conference finals. Um, I don't want them to play the Lakers, but then the Lakers need to get to the eight seed to then get the seven. Yeah, and they just lost the Bulls yesterday, which was so stupid. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the Pat Beverly too small and LeBron like. Four months ago, Matt would have loved that. Yeah, totally. You've changed. You've changed. I mean, I'm not a Bulls fan anymore. They're yeah, just... exactly. And then as soon as I, th- I think, as soon as I said that, they've gone in and tear. Like Zach Levine's figured it out. They've all bought in. Pat Beverly's been like a huge glue guy, and I think they're probably going to beat the Raptors in the first playing game. Oh. I I would be uh, surprised if they didn't. The Raptors just look lost. But that's the that's the East. It's um, so it's so Pat Beverly to get tossed around a bunch of teams and ultimately make a huge winning contribution to this random ass team. He's just like you'd think he'd just find a home. Like he's a good he's a guy you'd want to have on your team. Yeah. He takes some dumb shots sometimes, but he really brings the competitive edge and he's a good defender. Like yep. he's a good guard defender. Um yeah, it's a Fuck. I, I hope the Grizzlies and the Lakers match up. I think that's my number one I'd love to see. Yeah. Um, Suns Clippers, I really don't want to see just because I want them to both make the second round. Mm-hmm. And to only have one of them would be tough, but that's, that that's is going to be matchup, absolutely insane. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how PG's health is, that is going to be a crazy, crazy Seven Kawhi, game series. Kawhi v KD in the first round. The PG v Booker. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Amazing. That would be unreal from an entertainment perspective, um, for sure. So that's super exciting. And then the T-Wolves, I, uh, I kind of hope they hop the Warriors, actually, and play the Kings. Mm-hmm. I think that could just be so fast and fun. Yeah. Um, just athletes all around and similar to the T-Wolves Grizzlies last year actually I think that would be a really fun series well, but then that leaves the Warriors with the Grizzly or with the Nuggets, nuggets so well, I don't know if... that's the thing so we, we talk about we were hoping that the Nuggets get the the worst team of this because we want to see Jokic go all yeah the way. we, we want what 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 is the worst team here you know, like there, there's no yeah. really weak teams here if it's OKC they're they're young they're scrappy they're weirdly good if it's uh, L.A., you can't count out LeBron and AD. If it's, I mean, New Orleans, we already talked about that. That's probably the weakest one. But Golden State, like, 
I, I said just previously, like, oh, well, we could take Golden State in a seven-game series, but it's Stephen Curry. Yeah, and, and and he's looked as good as he's ever looked, and you you just can't out the war you can't count out the Warriors when it comes to playoffs time. They just make yeah. stuff work, and they want they're the defending champions. Yeah, and like say Wiggins comes back, like he still probably has a few weeks to actually come back and yeah. make a contribution um to this push at the end or in the playoffs. I don't know. I think the weakest would probably be the Pelicans or the Thunder. But then I also think they're probably going to be the ones to lose out of the plan. So it won't be either of them yeah. if they do make the plan. Or the Mavs, which I think that from an entertainment perspective would be the best, but also the weakest for Denver. Yeah. So I, I'd want to see that if I could pick one. Or the Thunder, honestly. Like they're so much fun to watch. They're just so gritty. Yeah. And, and, and just... I mean, the pieces in that team are so much fun. Yeah, uh, Jalen Williams, just this bowling ball of a, yeah. of a man. Then Josh Giddy, who's just just a weird team. Even SGA plays weird, and uh, yeah, Lou, Lou Dort. Yeah, I don't know it's the torture chamber. Team. Yeah, I think shout out shout out them in uh, that Clippers game. That was awesome. Yeah, Love <laughs> him shutting team. down Kawhi the last like minute or so. That was. So much fun to and see, the, and the entire Clippers team desperately trying to get Dort off of him. Like, yeah, they, they set like won't have any of it. The Dort chamber, <laughs> best player in the league, Lou Dort. <laughs> it's close. It's close between him and Clay. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Um, it actually made me think of like another thing. Um, I know we haven't really talked about end of the season awards. We can probably get into that maybe in the next episode. But yeah, for defensive player of the year, it's so interesting that last year it was all wing guys, guys on the perimeter, and they're getting the respect. Like Marcus Smart actually won it. You had Michael Bridges. You had all these guys that were mentioned. And now this year, it's like completely reverted back, not to discredit Giannis, Brooke Lopez. I don't know who else is up there. Jaron. Jaron Jackson Jr. Like, bam, out of bio. Like, not to discredit those guys at all. It's just so interesting that, for whatever reason, the perimeter guys are getting absolutely no love. And they're still, they're as good as ever. Like Lou Dort, that was a disgusting possession. You have Jaden McDaniels, who's unbelievably good. It's crazy the amount of like closeout three blocks that he gets. Like, I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah, it, it's it. a narrative thing with the awards too, and and maybe some fall off. From, like Marcus Smart is has been awful this year. Yeah, he's been god awful. Um, so some fall off, but it's also kind of these inflated block numbers that we're seeing from players such as Brooke Lopez, such as Jaron Jackson, even Nick Claxton. Mm. Um, those those kind of contribute to that. Um, but yeah, I think it's mostly just narrative. I think last year people were just feeling themselves and like, we haven't given to a perimeter guy in a while. Let's just get it over to mm-hmm. Marcus Smart and Drew Holiday. Yeah. Like I, I just, uh, I don't know. It was interesting. Cause I've seen some of the, like the craziest perimeter defensive possessions, I think ever. And they're getting absolutely no love this year for the defensive play of the year. But, and it looks like we've got a, we've got a, it looks like we just let anybody in here, eh? Fucking. Gentlemen, yeah, gentlemen, an absolute pleasure to be here on time with you here this afternoon. Uh, thanks, thanks so much for having me. Had a little meeting that ran a little late, no worries. Um, but uh, we're here, and uh, can't, can't wait to jump in. Did you did you close the deal? 
Oh, baby. Did I, did I ever, uh, are you winning son? <laughs> the deal that I closed was me paying a marketing company to work with us. So that's a okay. uh, really big deal. That I closed. Make it harder. Let's yeah. Go. Um, I can't wait but, to see yeah. the, uh, the waveform of this episode when I'm editing it to see the, the peaks of the audio spike immediately when Justin gets in here. A little loud A on my it's, end. No, it's just all it's just always whenever we, we miss you at the hello. Yeah, how was the intro? Was it was it shitty? Yeah, Matt, oh, it wasn't again? very good. Yeah, very it sounds. Good. Let's let's go from the top. Yeah. Whatever you guys talk about, back. we'll just scrap. Yeah. We're, we're, no, 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 so we, what are we bring we just, me in? Uh, yeah. we just kind of uh knocked out the the Western conference, really. We we talked pretty in depth about what's going on in the seating there, but we're gonna get into the east now. And and you know, through, throughout the entire year, we've been talking about how tight the West race has been um, and the East is kind of already set in stone. But I think, you know, there, there's some there's some nice storylines here as well coming out of the East. Uh, for one, my favorite storyline is that the Philadelphia 76ers, my pick at the very start of the year for the conference uh, to be the, to be a finalist in the NBA. They're looking like the best team in the NBA. To me, to me. I mean, I I think Milwaukee still has that number, but I, I I think uh, they're they're looking pretty good here. And and, and a shame tonight it was supposed to be Embiid v Jokic tonight, but they just yeah. uh, called Shut out Embiid. Brutal, brutal. Um, that would have had a huge impact on the MVP race. Yeah, and like it's interesting because going back to the availability argument with MVP, like Jokic is probably going to finish ten games more than Embiid. And it's just interesting how that matters. goes that into matters. the that goes into the discussion. And this is the marquee matchup. I think NBC special tonight, seven PM Eastern. Like it's gonna be the the game to watch. And he's not playing. And I don't know. Just interesting. It's a shame. Interesting. Matt, we gotta get you to TV. That was a, NBC seven PM. You're good at that. Oh yeah. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate it. <clears throat> Everything um, comes. Yeah, so I mean, I think for like my big takeaway on the East recently is that I think the Bucks are the clear favorite and sort of in a tier of their own, like a micro tier. Um, yeah, the 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 Seventy Sixers have been getting a very real lack of respect for their position in the in the Eastern Conference right now. I could easily see them beating the Celtics in a second, like a two three easily. second round matchup. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who I would take. I, I think the Celtics right now are in a bit of a bit of a low point in their season. And I think we're kind of under, we're kind of giving them a little too much uh, heart, a little being a little too harsh with them at the uh, right away. But um, I, I think Milwaukee is so impressive to me. I, I picked them as my conference champion at the beginning of the year for our little pool. And I'm feeling pretty good about that one because um, I think they've kind of augmented themselves now that they've gotten everyone kind of back healthy, Middleton's playing pretty consistently. Um, I, th- I I think I would be most scared of them in any series, and and uh, we'll see what Boston does though. Yeah, so we've kind of known in the East that it's a it's a three heavy. You know, the, the top three are pretty heavy here as as kind of favorites. Are there any lower seeded teams here? So let's say five five below that could make some noise in the first round. Kind of look at a an upset matchup here because we're just talking about in the West. Any any of those matchups, any of those four matchups in the West could go any which way, mm-hmm. um, and and the East maybe less so. But any interest for me from from you guys? I think for me it's a, a Brooklyn looks like the the one kind of with Mikhail Bridges. You kind of don't know what the ceiling is. You don't know what the ceiling is with that team in general. They're a deep team. They could do a whole lot. 
I know it shortens rosters in the playoffs, but they're one that I would be scared of. I think Miami is scary as well. But uh, mm-hmm. any matchups you have your eye on in terms of upset potential? You mm-hmm. uh, you said the Toronto Raptors weirdly there. I don't know what you, <laughs> Brooklyn. I don't know. Um, Raptors, baby, first round upset. Watch it happen. I don't even think they're gonna make it. They're gonna make it. Yeah, Matt, Matt said that earlier. Actually, they're making. They're making. They're gonna it. lose first round. First round playing. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Respectfully. No. no, they're gonna. They're gonna get the eight seed, and they just gotta beat Brooklyn. Easy. They're gonna get the seven, uh, and then they're gonna play Boston or Philly in the first round and take take them to six <laughs> games and lose gracefully. Mm. That's what's gonna happen. I don't think I don't think Brooklyn is 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 a big threat. I think Atlanta is in shambles. I think Toronto's gonna get to the seven spot, the seven seed. Mm. So you think Brooklyn drops below the Heat then? No, well the Heat the Heat are already in in sixth technically. They have a tiebreaker, but um, do they? They're both forty and thirty five. Well, currently they do. I don't know. Um, I think Brooklyn ends up in the seventh seed. Yeah. I think Toronto passes Atlanta for eight, and then they play a seven-eight matchup in Brooklyn. Which, if they don't beat, if they can't beat this team, the Brooklyn Nets, I, uh, I'm scared for them. But uh, no, no, realistically, the Raptors not doing anything. But I don't think anyone's doing anything in the first round. I think you could definitely see the Knicks beating the the Cavs. Uh, but we kind of talked about that already. I don't think that yeah. would be crazy. Um, yeah. I don't think anyone heat... wants to face Miami. Honestly. No, the Heat are like this pesty, like well-run team who are have probably been underperforming this year with uh, All NBA Jimmy Butler on their on their team who re- who definitely <laughs> takes a step up. Like they, like play like the playoffs. Do, do you want to talk about that? Do you want to apologize? Um, I don't want to apologize. No, let's let's like... for all the audience. I don't know you did in the chat, but I don't know if uh, yeah, let's make it public. Well, yeah, so, let's, let's so we're all about transparency here. We are we are about transparency. Um one thing one great thing about 3 and D's is you know we're we're breaking <laughs> content first, right? We're forward thinkers, people follow us, we lead. It's just who we are, we're personalities. So we were kind of first in the major, you know, the major markets, the bleacher reports, the the ringers, the all these different, you know, platforms, the three and D's incorporated uh team. We were first to kind of release these these rankings. So I had zero prior um, influence from other experts. Um, but I will say the, the second we released that episode, everyone else released their all NBA rankings. And, and that's just um, how it goes. It's a copycat league. You know? It's a copycat league. And they, were, they, they saw that we released it and they said, we got to get on this. And they had Jimmy Butler on hmm, every platform uh, yeah. as an all NBA player. So respectfully, I got to say, I might have been wrong on the uh, the Jimmy Butler take. And that's all about, you know, being humble and growing. But and you that's know just what, You know what, Justin? That's what makes us a market leader. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's about takes such as Pascal Siakam has had a better season. We think different. Butler. And I still that, think that, he could that's be. That's I still think he could make all NBA. And I agree. I, I think he's there. I think he's there. I'm not, I'm not mad about it. Number seven. He's right but there. I, but I appreciate your transparency. And we as a team, mm. uh, we, we wish to move forward from this. Look, Miley Cyrus once told us nobody's perfect. I got to work it again and again until I get it right. And I live by those. I live by those rules. Um, and so, yeah, we're here. I do. Yeah. So clearly he's going to make it. Um, so good for you guys. I, You know, I'm not going to change. Did, my, did we put my... money on that? There's a couple things we put money on. We didn't put money on it, I don't think. But no, we yeah. definitely take pride in. One, uh, one was the Pacers one. Pacers. And I'm looking good. Which I, I don't know. It's kind of right there. It could go either way. I, I'm not going to owe money. 
right now it's right in between. So it, it was either bottom five record in the league or playoff. So it's right in the middle. Mm. Yeah. So it, it'll probably yeah. go all square and it's fine. But yeah, I know we have a point system set up for this, like all NBA. So, but, uh, but uh, I don't think there's any actually, actually any money on the line. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, Jimmy Butler. But the, so back to our original point, though. I'm sorry, yeah, fans. Sorry. I know we let you down on that take, but. Uh, Jimmy Butler absolutely takes a step up and is very fearful when it comes to a playoff series. He's got uh, he's got that dog, as the kids are saying, uh, in him. Uh, so if I was a a Boston or and I feel like Miami has Boston's number all the time, like yeah. just they make it very difficult. Uh, maybe less. Well, even Philly, man, like I I wouldn't want to play Miami over any of these other teams. It's a scary matchup really for either of them. Yeah, Bam Adebayo mm-hmm. against Joel Embiid, and then you have Jimmy Butler against. And their flurry of wings against the wings mm-hmm. in Boston. It's a scary matchup for both of them. Yeah. I mean, getting yeah. the one seed is is really important because you can avoid, you know, the other really good team in your conference till the final, the conference finals. But getting that two seed is like really important as well because you can avoid, um, you know, Miami possibly in the seventh spot. Um Or, you know, I guess it, it's more for home court. But like it, you, you can definitely... Like it's definitely a big advantage to have the two seed in this in this year because Miami's most likely gonna be six. Um, and so you really want to try and avoid them in the first round, plus that home court advantage for that second round that's gonna be a dog fight. Yeah. So. yeah. Do you uh, think uh Cleveland can leapfrog Philadelphia with the final few games here? It's Cleveland's schedule, let me read it out. So they only have six left. But you got Hawks, Knicks, Pacers, Magic, Magic, Charlotte. Wow, that's at and least they're five, just they're they're two games back. The Sixers are sitting in B tonight against the Nuggets, so probably five games back because they probably lose that tonight. It could very well be them at three, wow. which would and, then and... make Milwaukee the second round matchup, which would be insane. And also poor New York because they've had such good season, and they're gonna they're could potentially be matched up with Embiid on a mission yeah. <laughs> in the first round. They would get but destroyed. just another interesting... No, uh, you're right. It's a very, if you take yeah. a look at uh, Philadelphia's record as well, they have only playoff teams coming up. It goes mm-hmm. Denver, Dallas, Toronto, Milwaukee, Boston, Miami, Atlanta, Brooklyn. My God. So, yeah, Cle- so, yeah, so Cleveland could end potentially. up... Potentially. Because they're only a win up, right? Philadelphia's? There went up, yeah. So I, I always look at it as like the loss column, like how many losses have you actually had? And there there's three back right now in the loss column. So I yeah. still think Philly <laughs> keeps the spot. But yeah, the, the schedule is is definitely something. I also think Embiid really wants MVP. So even though he's not playing tonight, I, I don't see him missing many more games if he can avoid it. He should have um, played tonight if he wanted MVP. He so why is he out? He's in, he's in yeah, It's a calf thing. Calf. He's got to play tonight if he wants to. Uh... Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of uh, frustrating as an NBA fan. But yeah, so just with the top few seeds or top eight seeds, so what would you guys want to see? So we got Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia, Cleveland, New York, I think are locks. Miami, probably a lock as well. And then honestly, that last, the last two, I really hope it's not Brooklyn and I hope it's not Atlanta. In terms of entertainment value, so you are a Bulls fan still. It's the only other team that I mean, definitely a soft spot, but just they're more. They could be more fun 
with Pat Bev now as in terms of I don't know, playoff matchup. I think it'd be more fun. So you'd rather have them against Milwaukee. Chicago? I think so. I don't watch Fans Chicago at all myself. Fair. I think, I think it's a sweep. I mean, have you watched any of their games the last month? Not the last month, to be fair. They've kind of figured it out. It's I've <laughs> Matt's I denounced bad, them. I denounced yeah, them. Bad. And then they uh No I, I will. I will always have a soft spot for them. I can't have them as my number one team just for mental health reasons. It's, <laughs> it's infuriating. Put yourself um, first. I love that. But I would. I'd prefer them over Brooklyn and Atlanta, and I'd have. I'm happy to be wrong if that's not the correct take. But well, I think it's a it's a moot point because all these teams are going to be out a week after they get in. But um. I, I think I think Atlanta, Toronto, and Chicago are the three are better than Brooklyn. So I would like to see two of those teams uh, get in and Brooklyn start rebuilding. Yeah, I mean, it looks like right now the East is pretty locked up. Um, I'm still kind of hoping for a Pacers getting into the ten seed here to to see if they can get into play on, just because I'll be owed twenty dollars for that. Not happening. But, yeah, but it doesn't look it doesn't look exactly good, and I don't think their schedule is exactly easy coming up. Uh, but the East, maybe not as exciting as the West, as we've already covered, Justin, but um, it's still pretty exciting. Justin, do you have any thoughts, by the way, on the West, since you, you kind of missed that whole part? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I I haven't heard what you guys talked about, but I agree with everything you said. Most, you know, most okay. of what you said. Yeah, um, yeah. Thanks, man. Couple, couple quick hitters. Um, go Sacramento. <laughs> go Kings. Go Kings. Um, I think Phoenix is still my favorite, assuming Kevin Durant comes back. And I'm going to be rooting Sans Kings. I'm going to be rooting for the Timberwolves um, at any in any round, uh, no matter their opponent, if it's not the Kings, because I think they're really they're really starting to they're starting to click with with Conley. Cat's back. Uh, Anthony Edwards is still doing incredible things. I I really believe in them. Um, I think they could beat basically any team in the first round, and it looks like they're going to avoid you know having to play Denver in the first round. So I'm going to be well, I mean, it's still tight, but I, I think they're going to avoid the eight seed. So um, I'm excited about that. And then I know Dallas, you guys talked about them already, but going from that referee scandal game against the Warriors where they lost by two yeah. and and like and basically gave up two points for free because of that. I, I still don't know what the fuck happened there, to be honest. That seems crazy to me. Mark Cuban is like wearing T-shirts and protesting. They're putting a <laughs> review into the league like. How does that even happen? Like, how do how do the refs allow that to happen? I think the refs, like the ref, there's no way the refs knew. Like, they were also duped. Like, they didn't know yeah, that that, that yeah. was happening. I don't else think they would have stopped it. Yeah, and they no. won't admit to it, which makes it even worse. Um, because everyone knows they're full of shit. But and then going to back to back losses against the Hornets and over the weekend, like, and then Lucas, some of Lucas' comments about like his frustration and going beyond just bad. Like, it's just it's just bad for them. Um. I don't know how much we can blame Kyrie Irving for this for. I mean, we can, everyone likes to blame him for everything. I don't know. I think he's been playing fine. I haven't been watching their game super closely, but um, I think Dallas is, when we, when we talked about the Kyrie Irving trade originally, we talked about how this is one of the riskiest trades in NBA history because of one thing and one thing only, not the draft capital, not even the player you're acquiring, but it's because of the risk you're putting to a potential top five 
player of all time in the beginning part of his career. You could be giving up 10 plus years of him being in your organization because of how much this destroys your culture or your organization. Yeah. And it's been like a month or whatever, and you're already seeing that. And and some of these comments that Luca is saying, he's never said in his first four plus years in the league. So it's just it's just shambles for them. And I I uh, all yeah. roads point back to Kyrie. And we and we talked about this earlier about how the Mavs actually have shut down potential. I don't know what you, your your thoughts on that because thirty six and thirty nine. No, because they have the lottery the... protected pick. Yeah, the top ten protected pick to the Knicks. They could mm. actually get a top ten pick this year. Yeah, like they could very easily go below the Jazz and have a top ten protected pick. And I think this also goes. I have a theory. I, I hope I'm not wrong for the sake of NBA fans everywhere. Um, but I have a theory that this upcoming draft lottery, with the odds being so even across the board, um, that Wemby's either going to go to Dallas if they wow. continue to drop, which I think they will, and that would solve all problems, <laughs> assuming Wemby lives up to even half the potential that he's supposed to have or a team we actually didn't really touch on. Um, but Portland, I think he could go to Portland very, very easily. So this is conspiracy um, Matt talking, right? Conspiracy Matt talking. Yeah. So hear me out. Um, with frozen envelopes. Yeah. Frozen envelopes. I think it's like a Derek Rose to the bulls, uh, Ewing to the Knicks type of situation. Um, like Portland right now, in their current, again, at time of recording, March 27th, they have 10% or like 9.5% odds to get the first pick, which is just behind the 14% for the top three or four picks. Um, so I don't think it's that crazy of a thing. And if they get Wemby and sign everyone else minus Nurkic, they're like a competitive playoff team, say you sign anyone else instead of Jeremy Grant that could be on the market for a three, like maybe a Jalen Brown, you trade for him, that type of situation. He seems to be, that's that would other, actually be another thing I'd want to touch on later. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole other thing. But um, yeah, I, I feel like Wemby could go, I, I want to say he's going to go to Dallas or Portland. Um just because I, I would hate to see him on Houston. I'd hate to see him on Charlotte. I'd hate hate to see him. I mean, maybe the Spurs, I guess. And the Pistons up in makes Dallas, no sense. If he ended like, up in Dallas, that is full conspiracy. Like, that, that, is, that is so yeah. fishy. As Justin yeah. was saying, you know, the, the, the potential of rooting a, uh, an icon of the NBA. Um, but saving it immediately by getting Victor Wembanyama on his team yeah. is... That'll yeah. be interesting. Like it just the other teams don't really make sense. Like the Jazz, maybe just because like they don't really have a clear future going forward. But then you have Walker Kessler. Uh, the Pacers have Turner. Wizards have Porzingis, and like Gafford's a fine center. I guess he also makes sense there. But Magic doesn't really make sense. They have a lot of they're pretty forward center heavy. So I don't know. I think it'd be super fun and maybe. I don't know, conspiracy, but I whatever. I, I just passed out. I just passed out at the thought of Walker Kessler and Victor Wembanyama on the same team. I I, lo- I love it. I Disgusting. Love it. It's like Samson and Olajuwon again. That's incredible. Crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's just no, no, no hornets, please. Um, yeah, no please rockets. God. The one. Please no Detroit, the no Charlotte, no rockets. You guys are asking for too much now. Just you gotta, you gotta, you can't, you can't play with the gods here. You're, I agree. Like just not the rockets, please. Just, no, no, not the hornets. Please, if we have to pick one, not the hornet or the no, rockets. That's number two. Hornets Dude, not fun. the Pistons. Hornets we all take fun. one. We no, all take one. Not. The hornets suck. Lamelo and Victor would be. Yeah, and the rockets would be fun to play with. Who would be who would be fun to play with Wembenyama? Jabari, know, I guess. Jalen Jabari, you got the, the, I, the I, backcourt core. I do not. I do not want Jalen Green even looking Victor Wembenyama's way. I don't. I don't. Wemby want... only has Lamelo Ball on the Hornets and nothing else. And if so, if one roll, one sprained ankle, and and Wemby is on this disgusting island. Well, they're they're that, kind like, of a full of full of full garbage of now. And I mean, trash. Mark, uh, I, the Hornets centers are good, actually. Mark, Mark Richards Williams, is good. Yeah, Nick Richards and Mark Williams look really good. Yeah, yeah. Mark Richards is great, Matt. Yeah, Mark hey, Richards big, is really, really good. Superstar that everyone knows. Yeah, um, and Kai Jones as well. So Dallas has about a forty percent chance of keeping a top, like having a top ten pick. They're currently tenth. They have the tenth worst record. So I think it's very reasonable. I don't even think they have to tank. They could easily get the you know a tenth or the ninth worst record um in the league uh and yeah hopefully keep that pick they definitely need it um portland most likely going to be the five or the six you know worst record their their highest project their their most based on these simulations they're 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 a 30 percent chance of of ending up in the in the seventh or in the sixth seed and 25 percent chance to end up in the fifth seed so that's probably where they'll end where they'll end up I could easily see them jumping. Getting the number one pick would be insane, and it's what I'm rooting for as well. Yeah. But um, probably not as likely. But uh, but yeah, no. I hope uh, I hope these guys figure it out because they're both exciting. And for Dame's sake, who hopefully doesn't get shut down this year, um, even though it's, it's, in, it's in the talks. He shut down. Yeah, um, I don't. That was my take last week, and it's true. I don't know. I don't know. Happen, I think yeah. he'll get it over Harden now. To be fair, because Harden's also now missed a few games, and that kind of puts him on the cusp as well. Yeah, but um... also, if we're if we're being if we're if we're giving you guys some shit here, because we gave myself some shit, the other platforms also have players like Steph Curry on the first team or second team, and other players that you guys were like didn't meet your fucking stupid ass threshold are on these teams everywhere. So you know, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. That's fine. I'm mad about it. Because uh, I, I don't think it's true. <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think it's gonna happen. The best ability, right. availability. All right, Jimmy Butler's off the team. Then fuck it. Okay. Best <laughs> of luck to Pascal Siakam. Thank yeah. you. Big fan. I know I am. All right. Anything Big else fan. to cover, boys? Um. I mean, I think we could just briefly touch on with us being a basketball podcast. Uh, March Madness. Because yes. Holy shit, there are some entertaining games. Oh my god. Like the UCLA Yukon one is one of the only ones that I watched in full. Um and holy Jaime Hawkes. March Madness darling, Jaime Hawkes. That was insane. Um super, super entertaining. I wish they made it for my bracket's sake, but also for then I don't think they would have got blown out by Yukon. I think they were more of a competitive team than Gonzaga um, was. They just kind of got hot at the end, and Drew Timmy was traveling on every single post-up he had, but they weren't <laughs> calling shit. But I digress. Um, shout out Florida Atlantic. I think they're the least likable Cinderella story ever. 
Yeah, what the um, hell? It's it's what actually crazy. Like? like anything they like you have the windmill against the 16 seed who took to, who took out Purdue for you. You should have been fucking grateful. <laughs> then they they beat Kansas State and they're playing the little baby <laughs> song in the locker room doing the the <laughs> the clap and the imitation. It's just bizarre to me how a 9 seed could be as unlikable as they are. But all power to them. San Diego State, it's unreal. Like I, I picked them getting upset by Charleston in like the first round, which they almost did, but they pulled it out, beat Alabama, who's the overwhelming favorite. UConn looks really, really good, and Miami's took it out like really good teams like every step of the way. So they also I, I, look- I like how Miami looks. I think yeah. right now they're my they're my pick. It, it's it's mm-hmm. a I think maybe the worst bracket I've ever made in my life. Oh, I think everyone's. Yeah, I mean, not a single one, off... not a single one seed in the final four, which is incredible. Yeah, I started off pretty strong, but I tailed off in the in the Sweet Sixteen pretty, uh, pretty aggressively. So yeah, I mean, who had FAU, right? Not no, I had them. I had them. Well, that's FAU, another thing. It's FAU. like if Memphis doesn't blow it and turn the ball over in the last ten seconds, they win that game. Yeah, without a turnover, it's like so simple. I don't know. Crazy. We love um, March. We, we love, love March. March. Entertaining as hell. I've yeah. Al- I've also discovered if uh, while we're on March Madness, I've discovered another tournament that I'm obsessed with this week is the WGC Dell Technologies Match Play Tournament. Um, mm. an incredible tournament this week with uh, Burns and Young going to the final. Burns coming up with his first PGA Tour win. I'm obsessed with this. I don't know why the PGA doesn't do these match play tournaments all the time. Because the Ryder Cup is one of the best events in golf. That's super fun to watch. And that's the only other match play tournament in the PGA Tour. So I, I, didn't, I didn't know about this WGC. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a golf casual. I don't know oh, about yeah. WGC. I'm going to watch this every single year. This is, this is my March Madness as well. Double <laughs> March Madness. Nice. I hope you hop in with me. Uh, yeah, I'm a maybe. I'm a, I'm a, and when you say casual, I'm extra casual. And... Uh, <laughs> Golf, uh, I'm I'm one of those people who is addicted to like short form video or like social media and stuff like that. So the thought of watching a four hour golf game or whatever is uh, a bit terrifying. But they do uh, a bracket of sixty four. It's a it's 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 incredible. It's okay, that huge... sounds fun. That sounds yeah, fun. They, they just I, play I just one think round. golf needs a revamp. Yeah, golf needs a, a big revamp. It's very and I think match and... play is it. This is amazing. They play one round. Whoever wins moves on. It's incredible. That's pretty it's so much fun. Send me the link, Mari. Send me the link. We'll do, I'll, we'll do. I'll jump in. <laughs> anyway, that's it for me. Yeah. Me as well. I think we, we're, we're gearing up for an incredible end to the NBA season. I think we have some really fun topics coming up uh, in the next couple podcasts, including the awards. Uh, we've already done all NBA, but the playoffs are going to be incredible. And once again, I want to say go Kings for the first time. If uh, any of you viewers are tuning in tonight to watch history, I, I, I They're about to you. clinch, eh? With I a win? I applaud you. Yeah. Huge. Go Kings. And thanks <laughs> like for the 3Ds. Peace. Like the beam.